Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. This is your one-stop shop for all things Hillsdale College sports. Jake, let's start with you. All right, Martin, some big news on the gridiron. For the first time in eight years, the Hillsdale College football team has made the playoffs. The Chargers, 9-2 on the season, qualified as a five-seed in Super Region 1 and will take on number four seed Cutstown University at 1 p.m. on Saturday, November 17, in Cutstown, Pennsylvania. This will be the first ever meeting between these programs. The 2018 postseason is the third all-time NCAA Division II playoff appearance for the Chargers, who previously qualified in 2009 and 2010. Notre Dame College received the number one seed in Super Region 1 and gets a first-round bye. The 11-0 Falcons will host the winner of the hillsdale Cutstown game in a regional semifinal on Saturday, November 24 in South Euclid, Ohio. Hillsdale is the lone representative of the GMAC in this year's NCAA playoffs. The Chargers captured the GMAC regular season championship going 7-0 in conference play. Over the past few weeks, the team moved from number 7 to number 5 in the regional rankings. As the final rankings were revealed Sunday night, the team's loss to 9-1 Indianapolis did not affect where it stood in the regional rankings. And over to volleyball, the Hillsdale College volleyball team finished what they started months ago when they clinched the GMAC Conference Tournament Championship with a 3-0 win over the University of Finley before a packed house at the Don Tibbetts Potter Arena Saturday night. The win Hillsdale's fifth conference tournament championship in its history and second in a row clinches an automatic berth in next week's NCAA Division II tournament. The team's seating and playing location will be determined on the selection show, which will be broadcasted on NCAA.com. The Chargers 25-6 played at a consistently high level in winning the sets by scores of 25-17, 25-17, and 25-18 over an opponent they are more than familiar with. This was the seventh meeting between these teams over the past two seasons. Hillsdale won all three contests with its longtime rivals this season, including Saturday's win, the sweetest and most significant of them all. Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, and on this episode of Charger Rundown, we have in studio a very special guest once again, Lindsay Mertz, making her second appearance on our show. Lindsay is a setter for the Hillsdale College Volleyball Team, a Hillsdale College Volleyball Team that is playoff bound, and Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. So uh, let's just talk about a little bit about your last week. Uh, very interesting week you had. Can you tell the listeners about what happened to you? Um, yeah, I actually came down with a little bit of a flu bug early on in the week, and um, it kind of set me back a little bit as far as practicing and stuff. But um, thankfully, my team was in the gym every single day working hard. Um, Taylor Bennett, who is also a really great setter, was able to give great reps against Ursline and um, – played well against them and I'm really grateful for her to be able to step in and do that for me and be every day in practice working her butt off to keep our team on track for where we needed to go this weekend. So let's look at this chronologically. So this past week you guys had the GMAC tournament uh, to Mm -hmm. decide whether you guys would move on to the postseason or not or stay home. Mm -hmm. Um, So Sunday night you come down with it, correct? Yeah. And then you guys played on Tuesday and then is it Friday, Saturday? Mm Mm-hmm. And so, how many? So, tell us, take us through each day. So, Monday, did you just not do anything? Like, yeah, like tell so us through Monday, the week. Monday, I was pretty much out all day. I had been sick in the morning, so I texted coach right away. Said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to come in even for a meeting or anything like that because I'm don't really want to get the rest of the team sick. It would be kind of unfortunate to lose more than one at this point this week. And um, so I didn't come in that day. 
Then Tuesday, um, I was feeling better and had kind of gotten my strength back and was ready to get back in my groove and came to the game. We warmed up, had a good warm-up, rolled through that match pretty easily, thankfully. And then um, Wednesday, I woke up and felt horrible again. I kind of had like a little bit of a reoccurrence of my sickness, and I actually ended up um, going to the doctor that afternoon. Thankfully, uh, Mrs. Phillip, big shout out to her. She was taking care of me all week and um, was able to get some fluids back in me. They um, gave me an IV, and then I was doing that uh, Wednesday and Thursday, and then by Friday, I was fine again. But that's so you had IVs in you on Wednesday, yeah, and then came back Friday and Saturday and what played a grinder. and played what an absolute games. Grinder. Wow, that's I, impressive. I want to address something real quick uh, that I've had qualms with for a couple of weeks. What is up with the Tuesday and then Friday Saturday schedule? Like, what's going on? Th- with the GMAC in that regard. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure why, like how it's set up because last year it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I think it just depends on like the scheduling of it. Um, I know this year, like we only had four teams that were at our GMAC banquet, which is kind of unusual. Like last year, I think we had all eight teams. What that determines were out. that? Um, just who qualifies for semifinals. So who was still there Thursday night? So who had won their Tuesday matches? So, yeah. And at this banquet, uh, you guys took home some some hardware. Um, congratulations on your first Thank team. You. And also uh, Paige got first team, Kara got first team, and Taylor got first team, right? And, and Alyssa, Alyssa, yeah. Alyssa Van Wienen. That's um, like half the first team, right? Like half yeah. The fir- yeah. And Hannah, second team. Hannah Gates yep. was second yep. team. So, yeah, so you guys, there were more Hillsdale College players on than first any- team than any other team in the uh, conference which yeah. it should be that's cause, unbelievable because you guys absolutely dominated uh the regular season in the gmac conference uh what did that mean to you personally like how much fun was it just going out there and kicking everyone's butt every night yeah it was nice knowing that um i would take me and mine over every other team and what we could do and i knew as a setter that's a great position having a lot of different weapons in the front row and back row that kind of puts us ahead of other teams in that regard i knew that Maybe if someone was having a little bit of an off night, someone else was right there ready to step up and make big plays. And I think that's what made us so lethal in the GMAC was just the fact that we had so many weapons in different areas of our game. Let's talk about one of those weapons in uh, Paige Vanderwall. Um, Going to be an All-American once again this season. Uh, the way I wasn't at the games, obviously, on Saturday, but the way it was described to me as no one could stop her in that Finley match. Uh, describe to us what what you have in a Paige Vanderwall. Yeah, I mean, you got left hand and incredible hops and just very smart player. I mean, every team that we played against, they know her. I mean, she was GMAC player of the year last year. She was again this year. So it's no surprise to teams. She's not underestimated by teams and is still able to go out there and just swing away and be really smart and aggressive and it's such a weapon every time she's on the floor what does it mean for you as uh as a non-senior someone that's coming back next year to be able to have such a special year with two unbelievably talented players the one of the greatest duos in hillsdale history with uh with Paige and Kara both both going out this year you've you've had 40 consecutive conference matches in a row 
what what does it mean for you guys to be able to win win conference again, win the conference tournament again, and and try to win a national championship for your seniors? Yeah, I think um, it's really special because all three of our seniors, Taylor included, um, they were girls that I when I came to my visit, I looked at and I said, these are teammates that I want. These are teammates that I want to play for and be friends with, everything like that. That was before the junior class got in. So they are the girls that I knew from recruiting time on. So I think it's just really cool to finally be like, okay, this is for them. This, they earned my respect and now I got to show them the respect that they deserve as seniors and give them a great run. And I know that I think about that. I thought about that before our Finley match. I thought about that before Lake Erie. And I said, this is a year to really do something special with the senior class that we have and all the players that we have. You're listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We're talking with setter Lindsay Mertz. And the setter position, you know, it's it's kind of like the, the point guard position, not not always the glamorous spot. Um, but, I mean, you're setting, uh, you know, you know, just assist after assist for all these girls on the court. Um, do you just take pride in, in, in what and when either Paige or Kara or you look at freshman Caroline – uh, when they just spike a ball hard, really hard down, when you give them a perfect pass, like do you do you get some comfort in that? I do, yeah. I think it's a lot of fun to be the first person there to be right with the hitter because I know where the ball is going to go. I know I'm going to give this person the opportunity, and I think it's special to give them a, that chance, showing them that I trust them to put that ball down. And I think um, it it it's fairly fun between the two of them. I was talking. I was talking to Paige Vanderwall, and she mentioned something. How when she's getting ready to go up to try to hit a ball before you've even said it, she knows the ball's coming to you, coming to her just because like your body language and how the chemistry between you guys is that like a real thing? Like you guys just kind of like you guys kind of like just all right. I got this. Like between your guys' body language. Yeah, I think um, there's a lot of that too. Like we practice together every day. We're we kind of just know what each other are going to do. We can feel the way each other move on the court. There's a lot of times where sometimes players don't even have to call mine because we know, okay, she's right there. I trust that she's going to make that happen. Or like with Paige, before um, every game, we kind of tap our foreheads on each other and we just feel like locked in. We're like, okay, we know what each other is going to do this match. It's kind of fun. We had Paige uh, on earlier this year and Caroline Shelton, and they both said the same exact phrase when describing you. They both said that you have just good hands. What does that mean? That left me and Martin both befuddled. What does good hands mean for a setter? Okay, so picture having your hands holding like a basket or like, I don't know, like a jug of water and holding it above your forehead. And that's what good that's hands good are. hands yeah and just every time yep jug of water jug of water and then just boom. Pu- push it out and then it's just perfect and then you then you break records by doing that yep do you have that's any like special workouts that you do to, to help like you just drink take, a lot of water I do you guess. actually take like <laughs> a, a jug of water. water above your head and and work on your setting you know I haven't but I've taken a ball and set it against the wall and that's pretty similar how so. many thousands of times do you think you've done that oh gosh that's hard to say I mean there's I've probably got, I don't know, so maybe like around a thousand assists in a season. That's just ones that go down for kills. So ones that don't go down for kills or every day in practice. In practice, probably hundreds I, in yeah. practice, yeah. Lots Holy cow. That's a lot. <laughs> that's that's more than I've done anything. That's more breaths than I've taken in my life. You've set a volleyball. Uh, 
Lindsay, uh, we know you don't like to talk and, and boast about yourself a lot, oh, but God. let's just let's just Jake. I, I found this let's out. Let's make her do it. Let's yeah, make I, do I found this out a few days ago actually. Okay. Um, did you know that Lindsay was all state in three sports? In volleyball, <laughs> basketball, and tennis. I refuse to believe that that's even possible. Is this true? It's true. Are oh. you like the greatest athlete in the history of your high school? What the heck? Um, We have some pretty outstanding athletes, honestly. Um, We have uh, a couple girls that are playing college basketball right now that I played with in high school that were much better than I was. So it was when I got that, it was just kind of like, okay, well, they were better. Anyways, were you like state but... champions in basketball? No. We, I don't even know the farthest we went in high school. We didn't go all that far. What was your role? Um, my freshman year, I was a shooting guard. My sophomore year. Oh wait, wait, let me interrupt because that was the other thing that uh, in all three of those sports she was up as a freshman. (laughs) In a fairly large school. Continue. Sorry, sorry. Oh my. Sophomore year, I was a point guard, and then um, junior, senior year, I was a big. So it just depended on the year what role I was, I guess. What about tennis? What was your go-to in tennis? Were you more of a singles player? Doubles? I was a singles, yeah. Singles, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. How far I, did you get in there? Um, I made it to states three years. And I my final season as a senior, I lost in three sets to um, the number seven seed, and I was so upset. It was a tough loss. but I feel like we're just in the presence is of this, like royalty right this, now. Is this Bo Jackson? Yeah, no. <laughs> Like this is, I can't. I can't even say anything. Martin, you're de- you're not the best athlete in the room right now. Oh, I don't not think I. Am. I don't think I am every week. I I think I'm actually the worst. Only athlete. you're a better athlete than I am. No, don't you dare say that, dude. <laughs> don't you dare say that. Oh man, I can't. I can't even think about a question right now. I'm just. I'm just picturing such a dominant athlete. Oh man, All right, you're listening to Charger Rundown Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Lindsey Mertz in the studio. On the Hillsdale College volleyball team as the setter, Lindsay, uh, moving into the postseason, does that really change your mindset for you, or or not really? Uh, just more of the same. Um, coach tells us before every match, this is the most important match of our season. We've had that mindset for every conference game. We've had that mindset for every regional matchup we've had so far this year, and. I think we're ready to get in the region and get some revenge in our region. Um, I don't think we've shown all as well in our region as we are capable of and are going to do this postseason well every team has ups and downs during the season and for you guys it was a lot it's mostly ups um but some would say that your your only part that was maybe down in the season was your out of region play um you guys had a, a crossover tournament with the gliac and, and the glbc mm-hmm. correct yep. um struggled a little bit there mm-hmm. in, in some matches uh what what have you guys taken from that? I know that was just kind of a rough spot in the season for you. And how, how much is that going to help you prepare for the postseason? Yeah, well, um, we have gotten a lot of regional matchups against teams we're going to see the next um, this next weekend, which is exciting because um, I think it's fun to come in as an underdog. It's fun to show these teams, hey, we're back. Hey, we've gotten better. Hey, we've learned from these matches, and we're ready to come bring the heat. Do you guys – Obviously, last year a lot of success as well, and then an early departure in the national tournament. Is there some? Is there is there an atmosphere of a little bit of unfinished business among the team? Oh yeah, I think this year um, after we won the GMAC tournament, there was excitement, but it was still hunger. We still were really like I felt hungry after that match. I looked around; everyone else looked hungry, and I 
think that means for our team that this is not finished. We're ready to make an impact bigger than just in our conference, bigger than what we done did last year. It's like, yeah, you got the you got the conference rings, but now let's go. Let's go against yeah. the nation. Let's get the national championship rings. Uh, let's talk a little about Coach Gravel. Uh, how much has he helped you guys you know, stay the path this year? Because, I mean, it's it's amazing because you guys really did dominate uh, the GMAC last season as well. Maybe the, maybe the Finley loss at the end of the season kind of kept you guys going, but how has he kind of maintained the focus of the team when you guys are by far better than any team in the GMAC? Yeah, uh, Coach keeps us on our toes for sure. Um, he makes sure that we're sharp every day. If we're not sharp, we'll pay for it. We'll pay for it in a 6 a.m. pool workout. We'll pay for it through a hard workout on Monday, and so that forces us to play well. And he just creates that energy in our gym that we want to play well every game. It's not a, as much a need. Like, we need to win these games. We want to win. We want to compete in every game. And, I mean, Coach Gravel is only one of us that's made it to a land associate coach um stephanie gravel or like and rick have are the only people that have been to a final four on our team so they know what it takes they know what a championship team looks like and they know how to prepare us and get us there has he compared you guys at all to that that final four team he has he has in, in what ways well a lot of the out of season activities and stuff like that that we do a lot of training this spring he'll say the last time we did this team activity I did it with my fi- you know, my Final Four team or a similar team or a team that has gone through similar struggles that you guys did last year, or this or that. And so, yeah, he has a pretty strict program for what we're doing this year. T-minus like 19 minutes until, uh, until the official seedings are released. Yes. How, are, how are you feeling right now? Excited, yeah. I mean, it's great to know that we're in. Um, it's going to be great news, whoever we find out we play. I know what we want. We want to see a lot of different names pop up on that screen. Um, we want to beat the best, and we want to compete against them. Hopefully, right off the bat, we can get them. What is your? We've asked our volleyball players uh, that have come in to our radio show before. What's your opinion on the meal plan that Coach Gravel has you guys on? I like. It. I mean, it's. I like it. It's not too hard for. Um, I don't know. For me personally, it's not all that hard because it's within reason I mean you just eat cleaner than you would eat on the weekends with your friends getting pizza and fried food and stuff like that you just have to kind of eat what your mom would put on the table fruits and veggies and meats and stuff like that the one I find fascinating is that you guys are limited to one bowl of cereal correct one bowl of cereal what's your go-to cereal well, since they got rid of Lucky Charms mm. in the cafeteria. Oh. You need to petition them. You I need. know, but they have put in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which Ooh. is a huge Yeah, move. CTC is huge. Half Cinnamon Toast Crunch, half Honey Nut Cheerios. That, oh, that only mix, counts as mixer. one bowl. Okay, do you take one of the big bowls they use for the regular entrees? Oh, yeah. If you, okay, That's okay. the way, the, the Red go. Bowls. The red yes, getting, getting around it a little bit. Okay. I've recently discovered the mini wheats over there, and so I've been a big fan. I've been going through that. I feel like I'm the only one that eats them, though. I'm a big Mini Wheats fan. I don't know. Oh yeah, is Frosted that, Mini Wheats are classic. Okay with that? No, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I I back you. You're giving me this look like I was offending your country for eating Mini Wheats. Well, I mean, I'm giving you that look for other reasons, <laughs> oh, not not gosh. just because of uh, of Mini Wheats, Martin. Um, let's talk about how much you guys have uh, bonded throughout the year because uh, obviously you've you've played so much and you play so well as a team. How has Coach Gravel been able to sort of foster uh, the attitude that it's you guys against the world? Yeah, I mean, 
our team really cherishes the idea of the iceberg and um, that concept is really like you see the players on the floor, you see the six that are out there, but underneath that six is the big, wide, strong base, and that's the team working every day at practice that's getting along with everyone, that's dealing with conflict, that's trusting each other, that's committing to one another and buying into our program. And I think that, and along with all the mental training that we do off the court, is what really separates us from a lot of different teams and programs. I just have one last question. Uh, obviously, you're upperclassman, you're a junior. Um, and if you could give yourself one piece of advice, looking back as uh, to when you first stepped foot on campus, your first day at Hillsdale, not even as an athlete, maybe as a maybe as a student, whatever, if you could give yourself one piece of advice right now, what would that be? Do it all again. Enjoy it all again. I mean, it was great the first time, but I... I have no regrets. I love the way that freshmen this year are going, so I would just do it the way I've done it. I love it. Lindsay, uh, again, we want to thank you so much for coming on our show, and best of luck in the postseason. And if you make it in the Final Four, uh, Jake and I will be coming with you guys uh, to Woo-hoo. broadcast the game. So. I love it. Yes, on the school's dime, I believe. Correct. Yes. Okay, uh, good. Our general manager, uh, Scott Bertram, will be all over that. So Sounds good. All right. Thank all you, right. Lindsay. Thank, thank you. Thank you. And that will do it for this episode of Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Seaver as you're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.